there was a time a few years back I decided, you know what, I'm done with being a lawyer. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I thought I want to write a book or I want to become a coach. And I talked to my wife about it and she was not at all supportive. And I got really mad at her. And there was a while where I carried this resentment towards her until one day I sat down and I asked myself, am I ready to leave? And I realized with embarrassment that I was not actually ready to leave. I was too afraid of leaving. See, the problem had never been my wife. The problem had always been me. Welcome to episode 55 of the Leader Rising podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We're here for people who want to live all out, who want to live wholly and completely as themselves, who don't want to leave anything on the table, who don't want to leave joy on the table, who don't want to leave love on the table, who don't want to leave achievement on the table. If this is you, you're in the right place. So I fancy myself as a little bit of a resourceful guy. If something goes wrong, even if I don't know how to fix it, I usually count on myself to be able to figure out how to fix it. A lot of these things in life aren't that complicated, whether you're trying to, um, I don't know, fix a hot water tank that sort of stopped working or a faucet that's now pumping out half the amount of water it should be. Um, these things usually just take a little bit of elbow grease and patience, uh, which frankly, I don't always have, but but sometimes I do. Now, it doesn't always go that well. There was a few years ago, my computer wasn't doing that well. Now, I had not built this computer, but I had sat beside my friend who built it for me. Um, and so I'd watched him do it. And it just had a, a sense of how much there was I didn't know. I thought, you know what, I can figure this out. So my computer was overheating um, and it was starting to run super slowly. And I thought, okay, I take off the, the side of it. This is a desktop, not a laptop. And I'm looking at the chip uh, and my computer was telling me, yeah, it's getting too hot. I'm like, well, if it's getting too hot, it's probably because the heat sink isn't working, right? The heat sink is uh, the thing that attaches to the chip. So when the chip gets hot, the heat sinks into the heat sink and then gets dissipated. Uh, usually it ends up, it's uh, often a metal thing with uh, fins and a fan blows along the fins so that the air will take the heat and remove it elsewhere. And so I'm looking at the sink and I'm like, okay, this heat sink seems like it's working. And I pull it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the problem. <laughs> Look, in between the heat sink and my computer chip, there was gunk. Like, I don't know how dust got in there, but somehow the join wasn't proper. And I was like, oh, this is no wonder it's not working properly. The heat isn't actually transferring to the heat sink. So I clean out the gunk, wipe it off the chip gently, wipe it off the heat sink, put the heat sink back on, close the computer, fire it up. I'm like, this is great. So I, I start playing the computer game I was playing, the one that's sort of taxing on the computer, and it heats up again. And this time it heats up even faster. I'm like, what's going on? I guess I can't figure this out. Maybe the heat sink isn't big enough. Maybe I need one of those fancy water cooled heat sinks. And so I go to uh, Canada Computers and the guy's like, nah, you don't need one of these fancy water ones here. And he hands me this metal one that's fan that's you know a bit fancier. Great. I take it, I bring it home, I open it up and I read the instructions. And it says, hey, make sure before you put this on that you apply the conducting 
goop on the chip to ensure that the join between the chip and the heatsink is proper. So it turns out that what I thought was dust on my old chip was actually conducting goop. So in the process of trying to fix my issue, I actually made it way worse because what I thought was the issue, that it wasn't transferring heat properly to the sink, was not the issue. Turns out the issue was just the heat sink wasn't big enough, robust enough to handle the heat that was coming out of this. And this happens in life too. I received this newsletter from this psychologist, Nick Wignall. He's a smart guy. I like reading it. He had a, an article recently about facing the real fear, a similar type of thing. He talks about a client he had called Tom um, who had a spider phobia. So they apparently it was so bad he couldn't even say spider at the beginning of their session. So he treated Tom. They treated the phobia well. Um, but every few months, he would have a relapse, and he would suddenly freak out when he saw a spider. And I thought, well, what's going on? Turns out that while the phobia of spiders was very real, what happened was he just wasn't good at being emotionally vulnerable or expressive. So at certain points, he would get overwhelmed, and then he would have one of these reoccurring spider phobia episodes, and people around him, particularly his spouse, would be very supportive. And so he would get this emotional support that he needed. So the underlying issue wasn't that he was afraid of spiders, it was that he wanted the support and didn't know how to ask for it. It's fascinating. And I actually have an example from my own life. There was a time a few years back I decided, you know what, I'm done with being a lawyer. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. I thought I want to write a book or I want to become a coach. And I talked to my wife about it and she was not at all supportive. And I got really mad at her. I thought, how can she not support me in this? What is she doing holding me back? And there was a while where I carried this resentment towards her. Until one day, I sat down and I asked myself, okay, you know what? F it. Let's forget about her. If I got to leave, I got to leave. I'm going to take my future into my own hands. And I thought, okay, am I ready to leave? And I realized with embarrassment and maybe a little bit of shame, that I was not actually ready to leave. I was too afraid of leaving. See, the problem had never been my wife. The problem had always been me. And it was far easier to be mad at her than it was to think of myself as being a scaredy cat, being weak. So being aware of what's actually going on is critical if you want to be able to address it and move past it and live your life fully without getting in your own way. One of the real problems with not having the awareness of finding the right fear, or rather finding the right problem, is actually a common thread illustrated in all three of these stories. As we try to address the wrong problem, we make the situation worse. I wiped off the gunk. The existing heat sink didn't work nearly as well. This guy, Tom, leans into a spider phobia so as to get some emotional support, but ends up contorting his life around spiders. I ended up making my spouse the villain, which absolutely did not add to my quality of life. Now, I'm not saying your spouse isn't going to be the bad guy from time to time, but what's critical is that you actually walk into these things with both your eyes open and your chin up so you can see what's going on and actually address the right issue. When you do, and there's nothing you can't do. 
you can solve this you can move past it you can live a full satisfying and compelling life for yourself until next time dream big live bigger keep your eyes open